Hi everyone, and welcome to the 111th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Cho! Hey guys. And Sabrina! Hi guys! How's it going? Awesome. Good. I How guess. Do, doing good. Okay, that's enough talking because we don't have we don't have time. We gotta keep moving. For you new folks, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, as presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com slash KHUnionVids, usually, and Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at KHUltimania. If you want to know what's going on with YouTube, I'm sorry. Uh, listen to last episode. For this episode, we have two segments. We have news, a whole lot of it, and that's why we're rushing. And we have questions. Uh, in the way of announcements, uh, if you guys like the show and you want to help us uh, improve and support us, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Just pledge a dollar and get access to a special podcast called Please Be Excited. Our Patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows. We have Barry Norton, who is at Nortron Zero. We have Christian Birch, who is uh, not on Twitter. <laughs> Louis James. Satria Dutta who is at Satria625Ruben. We have Skylar Loveless. Chris Morales. We have Digileo, who is at Chub Arcanine. We have Eric Decker, who is at Chaco Taco. And Sabby, if you take these next few. We got Harley Crawley at Dark ZT Okami, Jonathan Gonzalez at uh, oh oh it's oh, just it's Johnny. Just Johnny. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing it really weird. Oh, it's just Johnny. Josh McNabb at J2K9, Michael Graham, Thorin Bolin at Massacre 23, Zach Duranto at Z Duranto 58, Alex Trotman at Akira Name Jin, Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson, uh, Jason Rivera at Neo Arcadiac. And Churro, take these last ones. And next one is Julio Carrillo at Dead Demon Two Two Five, Keith Field at the Mighty Keith, Mario Herker, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Knack Ninety Five, Rachel Casterston at Obra Yun Ray, and Vita Nitas at. Under, uh, v underscore Tron 5000 and Zelda clone at apes type novels and be a part of the show send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com send us one send us 20 send us whatever it is you guys want us to talk about we've got two in this episode all right moving on to the news yeah all right Yay, news. we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get through all the who cares about it news as quickly as possible so we can get to the news everybody cares about so first bit of news Sora will make his debut in World of Final Fantasy on January 12th, 2017. You have until March 31st to download him. Uh, those dates are uh, based off of a Japanese announcement, so take that as you will. No confirmation or clarification has been made regarding any of this for North American markets or European markets or any other space markets that Kingdom Hearts and World of Final Fantasy is sold in. Uh, limited edition... Kingdom Hearts uh, 15th Anniversary PlayStation 4 Slim, available in 500 gigabytes and one terabyte model, will be releasing in Japan on January 12th. Uh, so far, as, as far as we know, it is only available in Japan. It'll be only available for pre-order through the place uh, for the, through the Sony stores or physically at Sony stores in Japan. There's one close by, but I'm not going there. And, and you uh, can also buy the, the top cover on its own as well in Japan yes. only. You can yeah. do that. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that, but it's not gonna. It's probably not gonna work on my pro. So whatever. Well, well if you, you, have a pro, hey, hey, if you buy one, buy me one too. I'll PayPal you the money. 
<laughs> okay, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, uh, pre-orders start December 9th. Okay. Uh, Yutada Hikaru's uh, Hikari Ray of Hope uh, EP will release January 11th, 2017. The remixes are done by DJ Pumpy, which is P-U-N-P-E-E. Uh, it features the following tracks. Hikari Ray of Hope Mix. Simple and Clean Ray of Hope Mix. Hikari Peas Club Mix. Simple and Clean Peas Club Mix. Okay. And that that's, and that, that, that's not just Japan either. It's also for... North America, North America and Europe mar- uh, markets on the iTunes store as well. Yes, you can buy it on iTunes. Uh, so if you if you want to support uh, Yutada and uh, apparently DJ Poonpi, go for it. I have it pre-ordered. Four Fantastic. bucks, you guys. Four bucks. It's like a cup All of coffee. All right, so for the news everybody cares about, the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 final trailer has been released. Yay. Why didn't they show it at PSX? Yay, Why didn't they whoa. show it at the Game Awards? I don't know, but we have it. No, it's because Nomura's been like, getting trailers out earlier and earlier before big uh events like jump festa so he would just kind of wants to beat the rest the christmas rush that's a good call all right so this trailer has a lot of really amazing stuff let me first before we before we get into it before we get into like the specifics of the content i want to get your, your guys opinion on the trailer just in general how'd you feel about the trailer sure my body wasn't ready your body wasn't <laughs> ready and savvy <laughs> How, how did you feel um, about the trailer, just in general? I I was just happy because I just got to see Sora at the end, and then because everything I felt like it gave more information as well, which Definitely. I needed to kind of understand everything again. Yeah, for sure. And for me personally, uh, I found it like early in the morning as I was getting ready for work yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, there was a trailer I didn't even know." Was this? Was there any like announcements made no, in advance nothing. saying this was, was just, coming? No. It just dropped out of nowhere. That's why a lot of people on Twitter were like, "Nomara knows how to drop bombs out of nowhere." Exactly. <laughs> oh, so that's because uh, because next weekend is I think Jump Festa. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. So basically, I think he just wanted to get it out beforehand. Yeah. That's so that cool. you know people can you know dive in deep dive in the uh, information that is given and it's kind of nice call. too because Square Enix has been lately been releasing trailers ahead of time before events like they did for E3 yeah so, definitely you know so we, I, I, mean, we, really I, con- I mean we still have to like, pe- our, like anticipate trailers dropping before big releases I mean they did like I said they did it for E3 they did it for TGS yep, yep. and they did it for Jump Festa so I guess now we're gonna have to you know keep alert now days leading up to big events whether in japan or in the u.s or even i was in, really in Europe. confused with it like when when the trailer came out because i at first i was like isn't this a trailer we've already seen like why is everyone making a big deal about it because I, did, I didn't click that it was like because you always have the same to click name. you always I don't, have I, to click like yeah. i wake up and i go on my facebook and i scroll exactly. and i was like oh fuff. like I, I, get, stuff. I was like oh i get what I'll you mean because because the, the, the in only the title, I noticed it was something was yeah. going down because my do not disturb turned off at the right time, and like so I was getting like notifications uh, like crazy. So I was like, "What is? Why is my phone vibrating so much?" And then I looked at it; it's like new trailer, new trailer, new trailer. I'm like, "Oh snap, son!" And I just like, yeah. logged uh, in and stuff. So the reason the reason I noticed but was still caught off guard was that the title of the trailer is that it was the final trailer, but in the title of the game, it's Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. So like, if you're reading it really fast, it's easy to miss. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, because it, it's such a long title that you don't see the, the the final trailer at the end of it. Yeah, and even if you see the word final, it doesn't like click in your head that that's 
final as referring to this is the last trailer you're going to see for this game. To me, it was just like, oh, uh, it's final as in like final chapter prologue. And then, oh, no, this is something different. Let me watch it. So yep, yep, that was my experience. So let's talk about the trailer. So uh, we're going to start with like more feature oriented stuff before we talk about story stuff. So um, let's get into it. Uh, first thing I want to talk about that uh, was interesting in the trailer for the first time in a console, uh, Kingdom Hearts at least, uh, there is character customization. Whoa! Yay! For that Aqua in 0.2. Yeah, that, that part of the trailer uh, really caught me off guard. Um, I guess the closest thing we've had to this in the past was the crowns you could get in uh, 2.5, or yeah. in, in, in Final Mix, rather. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2 Final Mix, specifically. Yeah. Uh, so, in this character customization, so this is for 0.2, uh, you can customize Aqua's outfit in terms of her head, her arms, her back, and her clothing pattern. Uh, there's also a section for other, and we don't know what that's about. I guess that might be, maybe that's full outfits, maybe that's just uh, ornaments <laughs> that don't specifically maybe fit on one of those tattoo. body parts. She needs yeah, give her a tattoo. She needs a tattoo. <laughs> A wayfinder exactly. tattoo on her thigh. Yeah, wayfinder tattoo. <laughs> wow, wow, really specific yeah. there. Chiro. So some <laughs> some examples of uh, outfit pieces that you can have uh, for head ornaments. They had like uh, like different things she could wear on her head. For example, there was like a Mickey or Minnie uh, ears that she could wear. They were really cute. Uh, yeah, cat I ears. saw. I yeah, cat ears. I also saw in the list uh, what was listed as antenna. So I'm assuming maybe those are heartless, like shadow antennas, but I don't cute. know. Yeah, That'd those be would cool. be cute. Uh, for arms, she had different like arm thingies she could wear that look like wings, I guess. That was um, cool. Uh, also on her back, you can you can wear a different style of wings. They had like butterfly wings or angel wings. They look really cool. Uh, and then, on, as on far her. as uh, clothing pattern is concerned, uh, it's literally the pattern that appears on her clothing. But really interestingly, is you can take any of those clothing patterns and you can adjust the colors of everything in in the pattern. So you could make it any colors you want, and that's really cool. And um, I just want to say the really cool thing about this these features is all of these wonderful features are made possible by unreal engine 4 like i just looking at this i was like oh i know exactly how you did all of this it's it's really it's really awesome for me to see so like the the attaching uh stuff like putting stuff on her head and putting stuff on her back and putting stuff on her arms and stuff like that like unreal engine has built in this this really cool system where you can attach easily props to characters and what other games use this for for example is uh, you can attach like guns to characters' hands so they can hold their guns or hold their weapon, you know, if it's a sword or something. And you can really easily do this. You don't have to already have the animation with the character already holding the weapon. You can have just your normal animation. And then in Unreal Engine 4, you can just take the, the sword model or the gun model, or in this case, the Mickey ear or the mini ear model and just attach it to whatever bone in the character's animation rig you want to put it on and it just works it basically reads okay this is where the bone is and this is what the character animation is doing and it tracks where it's supposed to go and it just does it they didn't need to do any of that so thanks unreal engine 4 
Also, another thing to Unreal Engine 4, all that custom clothing stuff, uh, the customized clothing patterns, all that can be done in Unreal Engine materials. You can uh, you can create different patterns in black and white and then adjust it and blend it with different colors that you can make uh, exposed to the player so they can adjust the colors and it changes how the patterns look. Thanks, Unreal Engine. That's gonna be the new. That's gonna be the new. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Unreal Engine. Not only it's, for you because you're the walking Unreal Engine four. Yeah, the, the only one that really knows about it than than the two of us. Well, I'm just Which gonna. Like, I'm, just, I'm just gonna point and, yeah, out. Like, <laughs> it's like ooh, the pretty stuff, and you're like, oh my god, the things behind that. It's like I can't even imagine yeah. like how that I'm is. Just, like, I'm just like, okay, like, slow down. Oh my god, she could have wings. Like that's what I want on her. Like exactly. Oh my god, like I can have like exactly. Mickey ears on her. Like how I go to Disney World and get Mickey ears. Yeah, like that. all matters to us. But you're just like, yeah, this stuff is amazing. How they did it, or just like ooh, nice pretty shiny things for us I'm just, to put I just want to give credit where credit is due and let you know <laughs> that all these all these features that you love all these features that you love that you can think you can think Unreal Engine 4 for all those lovely features because those are all thanks built in Unreal Engine 4 thanks, thanks Unreal Engine 4 so great <laughs> so the next awesome. uh, the next bit of information is the official name for the world that Aqua is exploring in 0.2 is Dark World. Dun, 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 dun. It is card Dark World. So and simple. it keeps this so name much. it keeps this name regardless of where you are. Uh like so regardless of what Disney World the area looks like, it is always called Dark World, which indicates the fact that all these worlds that you're exploring are all lost in the realm of darkness. So as a result, everywhere you go, it's going to call it Dark World. Even though you're in Enchanted Dominion or you're in Dwarf Woodlands or you're in Castle of the Castle of Dreams area, it's all Dark World. So just for clarification. All right. And for the next bit of information in the trailer is something really interesting is there were a lot of exploration scenes shown. And for the first time, they left the map enabled in the upper right hand corner so you see, can actually see the, see. Map, the map wasn't there in the demo which it I wasn't there in the demo at it all was not, so it wasn't there at all yeah you like, like so, you got lost because everything looks the same in the demo exactly i highly recommend for everyone out there when you watch the trailer during those parts look at the map so you can see for yourself what the structure of the world really is and what you will notice is hey these areas look a lot like Kingdom Hearts 2 areas. This is an open world. Exactly. And that's what me and Churro have been trying to tell you this whole time. It's not open world. <laughs> exactly. It's not open world. It looks a lot like Kingdom Hearts 2 uh, in design. But, and I think this is important to know, and this might be good news for those of you about to throw your PS4s out the window because of this. The good news is, it seems like, regardless of the fact that you know, it is not so open world. It seems like the areas are seamless. So unlike in Kingdom Hearts 2, where you go through, uh, go room to room, and between each room there's a load, it seems like they have different methods of loading in the next area. But these areas are not fully explored. They're not, you can't explore beyond what's in the map, basically. Just like, just like it's always been, but the different maps seem to be connected without loads. 
That's my guess. I don't know that that's the truth. I'm sure there will be places where you will have to load, but hopefully it will happen a lot less often than we've experienced in the past. So I think that's the biggest thing we can glean from that. Uh, an example of one of the methods that they might be using to uh, load new areas is there's a vine surfing section of the game shown that's kind of similar to what we saw in the Tarzan world of Kingdom Hearts 1, uh, where Aqua is surfing on some vines and she's being attacked by dark sides. So th that's a cool action segment that we will see in the game. But if you notice, if you look at the map during that entire segment, it's literally just that vine. It's just a paper thin uh, loop that you can go around and it's, it's, it's really not that much. So you can see generally what the map is really like in uh, Kingdom Hearts. Birth by Sleep. Fragmentary Passage 0.2. <laughs> so uh, moving on moving on oh well before we move on how do you guys feel about the structure of the world you know i mean it's the good. fact I that mean, it's not actually open world the, yeah, the fact that it's true. not actually open world are you guys disappointed that these aren't open world areas not really because not, then because yeah. if they're open world then you're they're going to be too much to explore and if you know what final fantasy 15 has given us you know then you know an open world barren wasteland mm -hmm. and yeah i'm gonna just that wouldn't fit that. for kingdom, I mean, kingdom hearts. hearts isn't really known for open world so might yeah. as well just keep it that way i think it yeah. just really depends like i wouldn't want the extreme like open worldness that final fantasy 15 has where mm -hmm. you know it takes like 10 minutes to get to one point to another yeah um, yeah i would like a like maybe more of a an open area as in like you know mm. not just like hallways and like closet doors yeah. and stuff but like yeah. some other places but like nothing empty like you know how like you got like a big area but like little small things where you can get treasure chests but everything else is just kind of flat lands yeah like that like i want more like, like uh, pride lands was pride lands or even like outside of beast castle in the courtyard it was just like yeah. land and then like their little like stra like little little um chests gargoyle randomly. things and then the chests yeah. are like each corner <laughs> like yeah really far away so yeah. uh i'm definitely with you there i i want the i want there to be areas that are larger that do have like an interesting more open exploration vibe to them I would say the good news is, uh, sure, I'm sure you can recall this. The area that we were in, in the demo of uh, 0.2 at E3, there's the, the main area where you're actually looking for the gears. That area, it's not like massive, but the design is like, it's kind of similar to an open world game in the sense that you can go anywhere within the level the level doesn't have a linear progression to it it's got an yeah. entrance and it's got an exit but like the general design of it is kind of like a maze so you can mm, go yeah, pretty much anywhere got, like that open world where it's like like the main main street of like where all the houses are and then yep. you can like branch out like up to the upper left corner to get one gear then you're off to the west then you're off to the east and you go down below to the you know south then you yep. come back to the middle then you head head straight north to the very end you know where you exit the demo you know do the final you do the boss battle then you exit out the demo yeah and on so. top of that like it's not just the uh the streets but there's also like vertical segments of it and like 
there there's that they definitely do build a lot into these enclosed areas and something i did notice is if you look at the maps that we do see uh, in the upper right hand corner, it seems like there are quite a few areas like that. They're they're a lot larger than your typical maps. So you, it seems like there's a lot of areas like that, and then there's also in between those more hallway style areas that are more typical for Kingdom Hearts. So it seems like we're getting a bit of both. Um, yeah, no more definitely trying to expand out the world, you know, because we won't be seeing in Kingdom Hearts three. You know, you can see the world, the open worldness, quote unquote. Yeah you know so much larger than it was before but like remember you gotta remember it's like what kingdom Hearts 3d was you know the large you know in the world in the map world but yet mm-hmm. it's pretty much a big empty yeah yeah so we'll we'll see how it goes uh in, in 0.2 uh you know when it's finally released and then how you know kingdom Hearts 3 goes but I- i'm just personally hoping that you know we get a lot more of those more open spaces where there's a lot to do in that one space. Uh, in the case of the demo we played, there was a lot of, you know, it was a full puzzle, you know, that you had, to, not really a puzzle, but more like a collectathon type hide and seek puzzle that you had to do. And it wasn't a linear area. It was one area that had all the stuff that you needed to find and you needed to like actually explore and do a lot of exploring. Whereas in like a traditional linear uh, level, where it's just a hallway, there's really not much exploring to do. But this had a lot of exploring, so I like that. So hopefully we get more of that. All right, so uh, moving on, uh, there was a really cool-looking battle with a whole bunch of dark sides uh, in an area that was outside of the Forbidden Mountain, which is Maleficent's castle from Enchanted Dominion. Now, this is probably not a big surprise to anyone that this area is included, but it is the first time that we have seen uh anything from uh sleeping not sleeping beauty what what's the movie that she's in sleeping beauty sleeping beauty, sleeping beauty? Yes, oh yeah sleeping right. beauty i'm thinking snow white okay so <laughs> oh, sleeping okay. beauty there's a lot there's a lot of sleeping beauties in disney movies that that have to be uh woken up by various means okay so so yeah there's uh this is the first time we've seen the sleeping beauty area not a big surprise it was in birth by sleep so obviously it's gonna be in here too so it's cool but uh, yeah, so the so we saw a big uh, big boss fight with a bunch of dark sides. Uh, next interesting fight that we saw is a new form of the Heartless Swarm that uh, we have seen in uh, the demo uh, uh, prior, uh, where it was more like a rope form, like kind of like a snake flying around with a whole bunch of shadows, and it would sort of explode, and like a bunch of Heartless would attack you at various points. But it was generally like a snake shape. In this one. It's like a tornado of Heartless, and inside there is a throbbing core of shadows. That's the best way I could describe it. <laughs> so how do you guys think about these boss fights, the dark sides and the shadows? How, how you feeling about them? How cool do they look? They look really good. I mean, if they can provide you know, like a good way of battling them, you know, with you know, with a sh- good strategy, and then yeah. you know, rather than just going and mash it like the you know, the first swarm you fight in the demo was, you know, I'm yeah. all for it. Sounds good. Yeah, I would totally agree. Savvy, how do you feel about these uh, boss fights? Uh, I didn't play, like, like I didn't play the demos like you did, but yeah. for me, I think it's a better way of, like, you know, trying to be engulfed by the Heartless, because, like, you know, back in Kingdom Hearts 1, 
you like fight like what five at a time before more like regenerated so like yeah. actually having like the floor literally almost covered by most of these heartless sounds really cool i think it sounds more threatening to be honest yeah which is kind I, of i a gotta good say thing. also with the uh with the dark sides going off of that like it's really cool that you know you're fighting like one dark side but you see all these other dark sides just like <laughs> standing there like oh shit like yeah. even if we beat this guy there's gonna be more it's like just so, okay yeah. everybody in the line just form a line let's go yeah one by one yeah so that's that's really cool uh, so yeah th- those look really cool uh, next up there's uh, a few scenes with Aqua and Mickey together in a party so Aqua and Mickey team up in this game I mean we've it's sort of been hinted at that Mickey is there in the realm of darkness and he helps out Aqua and uh, yeah it's been confirmed you do fight alongside Mickey he runs alongside you he is your party member and uh, you can also do uh, some reaction commands with him uh, it was shown that there was a interesting reaction command where uh, Aqua shoots out this like uh, series of uh, light chains, which I think we saw something like that in Birth by Sleep. I think in the fight with uh, with uh, Terra Zehanor uh, versus Lingering Will, I think there were chains like that. Yeah, shown. Yeah, so it's cool, uh, she can Looks do really that. Cool. She. She can show shoot out these like light chains and the light chains uh, were Mi- from uh, Erica's fight too. These uh, armor form. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He can do that. So yeah, basically she can do that. I guess maybe that's one of the powers of the of Erica's keyblade. So she can shoot out these uh, light chains and then Mickey after that cast this crazy magic that kind of looks like holy, uh, which makes sense that he could do that because Minnie can do that uh, in Kingdom Hearts two. So. Uh, that's a cool fight, and I guess the most interesting part of that fight is it it occurs in Destiny Islands. Whoa, Destiny Islands is back, and and playable. Yay! For the first time in forever. Oh man, I miss Destiny Islands. Uh, uh yeah, and uh, Destiny Islands, at least in these playable segments, is in the form that we found it in at the end of Kingdom Hearts One, where it's all destroyed and uh, heartless infested. What are you, what are your bets that that'll probably be like the final area of the demo of, of the uh the game? Yeah, I think it will definitely be the mm-hmm. like final playable area, but I, I think it's pretty clear that there will also be like cutscenes after. But like mm-hmm. yeah, as far as like playable stuff, I think it will be. Which makes me think, what's the final boss gonna be? I don't think it's gonna be those heartless, but like what's the boss gonna be? It'll, it'll probably be like some, you know, probably super giant mega Yeah, Gundam. mega uh, dark side. <laughs> Gundam Dark Side. Dark yeah, Side Swarm. Dark yeah, something like that. Can't wait to see. Uh, so, yeah, what do you guys think of the uh, Destiny Island segment? What's it like to see Destiny Islands in these beautiful graphics? I, I think it would be amazing. You know, well, I mean, the, the graphics are amazing, but I think yeah. what would be interesting is like, uh, also, the, I'm trying to like get in, I'm trying to remember where the fight took place. Was it in the exactly the same area where. Um, where um, Sora and the gang fought Ansem the first time? Uh, it's It pretty much is, yeah. For the first part of the Ansem fight, that's basically where it is. But it seemed like they also had like a an arena that was a lot larger. That, would, that wasn't in Kingdom Hearts 1. 
So I, I'm not I was, I, entirely I it'd be sure. Interesting if like if they had their fight like right before Ant- you know like, Sora had his answer fight like they were yeah they they just like missed each other like because yeah that'd be cool you know like if some like some sort of way this Destiny Islands and the Destiny Islands Sora fought Anselmon was like had some connection toward each other because it did yeah. fall of darkness so so you know, he, you know here they are in on Destiny Islands and yeah in the dark world so it's like I wonder if. You know, if they were there before Sora got there, or or they were taking place, you know, on this on the same island in a different area of the of it. Yeah. They, they, so Nomura wants to expand the island bigger than it was, you know, shown yeah. in Kingdom Hearts One. You know, and they're fighting at the same time, but they just couldn't see each other. Yeah. Whole, speaking on you know, that, uh, speaking on that, it's actually greatly hinted at throughout the entire trailer exactly where this timeline fits, and I think you're right on the money as far as uh, uh, the timeline goes. So it's it's pretty clear based on some of the scenes in the trailer that this whole uh, uh, Birth by Sleep 0.2 storyline takes place during Kingdom Hearts 1. And there's uh, various scenes, including uh, one scene where Mickey obtains the Kingdom Key D, which he, uh, in the story of Kingdom Hearts 1, he explains that he received the other key, the key to this world he describes it as. And uh, that that scene is shown in the trailer. So uh, Mickey does obtain the Kingdom Key D, and that happens during the timeline of Kingdom Hearts 1. Also, there is a scene literally with Riku running around in the Realm of Darkness in his Kingdom Hearts 1 outfit, almost exactly the same as uh, the extra cutscene that was added to Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, where Mickey calls out to Riku and it's like, hey, I got the Keyblade for this world, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, you don't have to fade into darkness, whatever. And um, so there's a scene very similar to that in this trailer. Riku in his Kingdom Hearts 1 outfit. Go check it out. And also, the most important part, Mickey loses his shirt. <laughs> that, that is so important. <laughs> that is so important because, and it literally disintegrates into particles. It's as if Namor is like, bam, continuity resolved. He loses his shirt. Kablooey. See, I now fixed he looks it. Like, now he looks like he he was in Kingdom Hearts 1 in his yes. original form. Except Ooh. one detail. His shorts are not the same shorts that he was wearing at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, which are his like traditional Mickey shorts. Now, all we need is him to lose his shorts, and hopefully he's <laughs> wearing Hopefully he's Tad wearing much. those other shorts. Hopefully he's wearing the other shorts underneath. Or somehow he's like, oh man, I'm naked. Oh wait, good thing I ha- I have this t- tucked away. Uh, where did I have it tucked away? You'll never know. See, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts uh, on his Mickey E-rated, shorts. You know that, right? <laughs> hey man, this is you know. Maybe maybe I'll be just for Japan. In Japan, they don't really care about nudity as much. So, whatever. It's gonna be teen rated yeah. just because of it now. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of scenes in this trailer that basically straight up say, hey, this storyline happens during Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, you know, Kingdom get, Ki- Mickey gets his kingdom key. Uh, Destiny Islands is in the state that you find it in at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. Riku's in his Kingdom Hearts 1 outfit. Mickey loses his shirt to make him look more like he does at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. There's just a whole bunch of imagery here that uh, demonstrates that. So I think your theory, Churro, is uh, pretty spot on. If I had to guess... Uh, this probably happens before the fight with Ansem, uh, before Ansem gets there at all, and whatever they need to do gets resolved, and then uh, Ansem uh, shows up. Or it happens after, I don't know. But 
basically it's got it's got to happen in a situation where Mickey is there. Oh, but wait, wait. Mickey hadn't lo- lost his shirt yet. So it has to happen before. There we go. And maybe he had a spare shirt. Yeah. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. He just, just, he just, just decided. Jen. How about that? Maybe maybe yeah. he uh, maybe he found another shirt. Maybe that's a chain of memories outfit. I didn't look maybe, closely maybe, enough. Maybe one Anthem of the shirts were just floating around on the uh, in the water in the island, and he just picked it up and put it yeah. on. Yeah, we'll see. So I mean, but look, basically the point of it all is it, it happens around that timeline. Is that uh, Sora is doing his Kingdom Hearts one stuff while Aqua is doing her zero point two stuff. So that's that seems to be where it all connects. Next part, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, so various scenes in the trailer. There are a lot of scenes uh, from Kingdom Hearts uh, back cover uh, where people are talking about the lost page from the uh, Book of Prophecies. Uh, everyone's trying to find it. Uh, there's a lot of talk about you know fighting and saving the light and whatever. All of it's out of context, whatever. It looks beautiful. What do you guys think of, what do you guys think it, of back it, cover? It looks beautiful. It but, looks uh, beautiful. I really can't. <laughs> wait until like we get some context and like i really want to see the foretellers break down like literally like i mean we're, we're seeing it you know in clips you know here and there but yeah i want to see a full force I, I want i want to see the downfall i want to see a yeah like, breakdown because like, for some reason cool. whenever there's something good going there's always a downfall like you know like birthday sleep that's not good but then then yeah a downfall i just want to see where it ends specifically because can it really just end on a really bad note Yep. Won't there be yep. a like ray? Of Won't there exactly. be a ray of hope? Um. So we'll when see. you guys get two point eight, like, is that the first thing you're going to do? I don't know. Like, oh, what, I don't know. What would you do first? Like, I I feel like I would. Nemora, just start with tell me the order. Then, I I would start with zero point two because I want to know what's going to happen next, leading yeah. up to Kingdom March three. Then I'll go back to that cover to, to fill in that gap yeah that i think boy. at the very least when it comes to the storyline it it seems like we know the most about the stuff that happens in 0.2 so that seems like maybe we should play that first and we know the least about the stuff that happens in back cover but at the end of the day what i will go with and i think this has served me well in the past is Whatever the order is in the UI of the game when you boot oh it up. Oh my goodness. Whatever the order is, it's going to be Dream Drop Distance first. Whatever the second it one is in that list, that's the that's one I go, go for. Yes. And I think it's going to be 0.2, but I'm going to go with the what the UI says. Because that worked out well in Birth by Sleep. Because in Birth by Sleep, they put the list as uh terra ventus aqua which is the intended order so i'm gonna i'm gonna trust in the ui designers on this don't lead me astray oh is that what I they wanna... did because I, I did not follow that whatsoever yeah they did that <laughs> that's on purpose so anyway so that's that's kitty hearts unchained key or uh, back cover whatever i keep forgetting the name of this thing uh, shots of shots from both Kingdom Hearts Unchained or <laughs> shots from Kingdom Hearts back cover and 0.2 feature people carrying suitcases of various makes and models. They're they're going on the on the uh, Titanic. Yeah, they're going <laughs> on the Titanic. <laughs> exactly. So in Unchained Key, you got uh one of the uh cloak guys, he's dragging a, a suitcase that has uh this that has weird... money from the Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key players. 
Yep. Yeah, he's yep. he's got that's Square Enix making away with the money. <laughs> there you go. It's got a big. He's got he's carrying a, a big suitcase. I will say the suitcase he is dragging through what appears to be the Keyblade graveyard. The 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 thing he's dragging is a lot larger than the other suutcases that appear. And also, it's got a big sigil on it. Uh, it's got thirteen it's spikes teller. on this. The sigils have the sigils have uh, has thirteen spikes on it. Uh, it's big enough to carry a body. <laughs> Just <see>? saying. <laughs> and, and then the location where he's dragging it is good to hide it, hide a body. Yep. Ooh. And so this is basically Breaking Bad, basically Breaking Bad. And uh, I will say, I will make this comment about the sigil. A lot of people have said a lot of things about the sigil, but I'll say what I know for sure. It's got thirteen spikes on it. It's got. A, a motif of red and silver. That much we know for sure. The only thing I will say, I will comment on as an artist, to me it looks like the same sort of design motif as Axel's uh, weapons. Yeah, that is the. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, that's the only parallel that I see in terms of design language. But I'm not saying they are related at all. It says something on it. I can't tell if it's English or Japanese. Like the first few characters look like katakana. The last few characters look like uh, romaji, which is English letters. So I don't know what it says on there. We'll find out. Usually Kingdom Hearts stuff is written in English. So we'll see. And then Uh, Riku carrying suitcases mainly probably probably moved into mysterious yeah, so tower or they're riku, going or he's using or they're going to take their luggage with mickey because they're going on their own journey yeah riku and mickey are carrying their own suitcases so uh their suitcases look like normal suitcases uh but they are a little old and a little beat up and really uh dark looking so they could be a little bit more mystical than just uh uh mickey's extra shirts and and <laughs> and pants and <laughs> riku's uh styling gel and a mirror and muscle wax so it could be something different Mm -hmm. uh anyway moving on to the final shot of the trailer uh it seems like that could possibly be the ending of the trailer of of the of the 0.2 but we don't know but basically it's sora running up to the door of yen sid's room and goofy uh and donald are with him and goofy remarks that he's been gone for a long time and he asks him what Sora's been doing. And Sora says, secret. And then he opens the door and exclaims, I'm back. And that's it. I'm fine with that. I, I truly believe it. I mean, knowing Nomura, <laughs> that's probably the ending of the game. Yeah. Like, that's probably the ending. He yeah, probably literally just spoiled the ending. The game and the trailers. Yep, always. So yeah, as as far as uh as far as the uh that that scenario goes how, how do you guys feel about the voice acting in that section it, it, it took me by surprise when he said i'm back because like, yeah you, you, it's, i think i think Haley joe was kind of like cross between his sora voice and his normal voice so he's like trying to like find balance when you're exclaiming something like that yeah, yeah. you know it's <laughs> like it kind of like got mixed up but like i didn't have a problem with it i to me hearing him say i i'm back it brought a smile on my face because yeah know, he's back I'm just happy uh, that I, well, first of all, he's still in this cage two form, so I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm fine with that for now, because you're Unreal Engine for Sora yeah. cage two, and I'm like, I'm okay with yep. you. I'm okay with it right now, until it changes, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Yeah. So, my personal feeling, 
you know, you, you give Brandon a little bit of Japanese knowledge and, and he takes a mile, unfortunately. So I, I my first viewing of this trailer was in Japanese. And when I heard the the Japanese, most of it I didn't understand because I'm still learning. But so it gets to it gets to the, the last part and Goofy's like Doshta, whatever, like oh, what have you been doing? <laughs> whatever. And then Sora's like Himitsu, which is a uh, secret. Himitsu means secret, but like I was thinking, oh, when when they're gonna translate it into the English, they'll probably say it's a secret because that that feels really natural. But no, instead they translate it completely literally from Himitsu to secret, which is like that just does not sound natural at all. I personally don't feel Sora would ever say that, but maybe this new dumb Sora is gonna say that. The well, did Ash he say it's a, it was a secret? Or it's a secret. He said in version? he just said secret. Okay, we That's gotta it. go back and find that now. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think he. I think he says it's. Yeah, a, I thought it was, it was a, secret a secret too. He said secret. I listened to it a bunch of times. It. it, it I and listened to it a bunch of times because it made me mad. <laughs> because it made me mad. Because it sh- I mean, technically, technically speaking, it's a secret would be himitsu des. Or something like that. Or Himitsu Dayo. Are you talking about the Japanese version or about the English version? I'm talking about the English version. I'm talking about both. I'm talking about how it would be translated. How it should be translated. So in the Japanese, it was Himitsu. And in the English, it was Secret. Okay, I guess guess we're going to have to like do a bit on this episode. And then in the next episode, we got to bring it up again. Well, you, if you want, you can go you can go listen to it right now. We'll do a pause. We'll do a pause and we'll come back. You can listen to it. I already did it. I already did it. Okay. You already did? So he okay. he like laughs and says secret. Oh, <laughs> so secret. He's like, ha ha ha, secret. Like that type of thing. And I was, okay, so he doesn't say it's a secret. He says secret. Like, but he laughs at the, like, at the thing as like a joke is like... I don't like, know. A, like a little boy, like the, he's, he's like like a little kid. He's like, huh, it's yeah, a it's like haha, yes. like secret. But it should it should be it's a secret. But it's not it's a secret. It's secret, which is completely unnatural in English. <laughs> it's it should be it's a secret. Even if it laughs, uh, even if he laughs, ha ha, it's a secret. Something like that. But no, it's got to be it's got to be literal translation. Got to be a literal translation. Make it un- but- awkward for the English listeners. Ha. <laughs> You, you might be just a little bit harsh on it. A little bit. I am. I am because yeah, a little Brandon bit too technical with it. A little bit, tiny bit. You need like relax a little. It's only like two, like three words total you said. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I, know, but I would say wait until you It sounds dumb. It sounds dumb. It, do, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel Play right game, at all. Ha <laughs> secret. That's fine. Secret. I, like just, just watch the trailer again because the... The I've watched it so clean, many times already. Maybe you kind of watch it a hundred more times. Anyway, so you'll be fine. Just watch it a hundred more times, Brandon. Then you'll yeah, get it. Yeah, it's a secret. Will come out eventually. <laughs> they better. I need a. I need a day one patch. The it's a secret patch where the the patch notes are literally just it's a secret, and then all it changes is that line to it's a secret. Okay, so that that covers that, and uh, so let, let's talk about some other things that I like to talk about when we get a new trailer. Let's talk about the character models because there were several character models shown uh, again or for the first time. And I think it's good to discuss how we feel about them. So first off, Kyrie. Kyrie was shown animating, talking. 
she was a you, you didn't hear her voice but she she was animating so that means she was talking so what I do you guys think of how Kyrie looks i think she still looks kind of off like her body like the lower part of her body doesn't match like the upper part yeah her like, proportions are weird but also she's like I don't too know, curvy very plasticky plasticky barbie it's plasticky like the face i'm just like I'm yeah just like, yeah, every time I see a new shot of these characters, I keep thinking, why didn't she just, like, take the old model and just, like, add more polygons to it? Keep the face how it is and just, like, hit the hit the smooth option in Maya and it'll add more polygons for you and just keep it that way. Like, keep the proportions the same. It looks great. Or, like, copy, copy, the, uh, copy the CG models. Like, make lower poly versions of those. Like, I don't know. I don't understand these new models. I don't know who's making them. I don't know why. But I tried. I tried to. I tried to tell them. I tried to tell them that they look weird. They didn't listen. They didn't listen. I, I guess I have to tell them then. Yeah, you tell them. You tell them. Maybe if they hear it from multiple people, then they'll then they'll they'll do something. But man, okay, I mean, they, okay, they did. Next next Nomura interview, I'll tell them. Yeah. So. <laughs> They did address Mickey, which we're moving on. We're, let's talk about Mickey. They did address yeah. Mickey a bit. And uh, he's got a little bit more dimple in his cheeks. How do you feel Mickey looks in this trailer as compared to how he looked in prior trailers? He looked a lot better, but he still needs yeah. improvement. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and uh, so so that's Mickey. And then finally, Sora. How do you feel about Sora in his Kingdom Hearts 2 form? I'm okay with it for now. <laughs> just detailing, to be honest, is probably yeah. And and everybody's and, just like and needs a little bit more detailing. Like I don't know why mm. it's just like, I guess like they look undetailed. Like, the faces that needs a little yeah. bit more because it's very you know, like like it's just like shiny plastic. Like if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's all it feels like. Agreed, Churro. How do you feel about Sora in uh, in this trailer? Uh, well. He looked really off-putting at first, but when you keep watching it, you just have to accept it because that's the way he's going to look. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, that's that's a real depressing depressing take on I mean, it. I mean, it surprised me because it's like, cause like we're so used to seeing him that way in his Kingdom Hearts 3 outfit. But then like when you get to like Kingdom Hearts 2, it's all like, oh, God, it's like, what happened? Mm-hmm. It's like going through a time warp, and you're just like, wow, what happened? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's it's like getting a haircut. Like everybody keeps like looking at it. Like what's going on with that? It's like okay, just... yeah. Maybe it'll grow admit... out, but it'll never grow out. I, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, pause... but like, I mean, it's it just one of those things where we saw him very quickly, and it's gonna take more time to div- to adjust to that, and it's gonna take time to, you know, play the game, and pretty pretty sure we're gonna like it in the end once they're done, you know, finalizing, you know, zero point two. And then probably they'll probably even do even better job in Kingdom Hearts three. So that's what I'm hoping for. Zabby, what do you think? I like. I literally just stopped on like the screen where it's Sora's face and Donald and Goofy, mm. and the only person that has like the most detailing is Goofy's clothes. Yep, <laughs> basically. Like, cause so his hair has de- like Sora's hair has details. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And his eyes are like somewhat the same, but his mm. like clothing is just like blocks of color. Yeah, that is true. That seems to be a lot of the art direction on the clothing, which personally, I mean, yeah, that does bug me too, but I could take it. I could take that if they would just fix 
the way the skin is shaded, it looks so wrong on all the characters. Some characters more than others, uh, and I think it's mostly because of lighting conditions. But Mm -hmm. that one shot of Sora coming in and saying, I'm back, when he opens the door and he comes into the light, and you can see the way direct light reflects off this glistening man <laughs> glistening man <laughs> yeah it no, looks so wrong it's it looks so wrong and you know going back to thanks unreal engine unreal engine has good stuff built in like bleeding edge skin shaders are built into unreal engine 4 literally taken from the uh from the uh research notes from uh I forget his name. His last name was Jimenez, and he worked on Call of Duty uh, Advanced Warfare, the, that that one that had the really pretty skin and the really pretty characters, and that one guy from that one show, The West Wing, I think. Like, they got they got that tech into Unreal Engine 4. It's called, uh, I think it's called Separable uh, Screen Space Subsurface Scattering. And it's really fast, and it's actually mathematically proven to be a excellent model for skin and and the most important part is it's got a lot of artist controls and you can overdrive it if you need to to get a stylized look out of it and 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 on top of that all you got to do is go on youtube i want you to search for unreal engine 4 tech demo kite there is a kite tech demo which has a character that looks like a Pixar character that has that exact skin shader and it looks perfect for something that Kingdom Hearts could use. I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. Not really because I said a lot, but I, I hope, I hope for this art style. I mean, at the very least... If this is the direction they want to go, and you know, you gotta respect them. This is their artistic choice. I guess they should go with it. Let's respect them. But at the very least, please listen to the feedback and try to improve it and make it look better. Because right now it doesn't look good. Regardless of you know if you know this is your artistic choice or not, it just doesn't look good now. It should look better. We said the same thing about the hair before. The hair looks a lot better now. I will admit that the hair looks better now. I, th- I still think it needs subsurface scattering, which, hey, by the way, Unreal Engine 4 has it. You're using it on the uh, on the trees in, in Destiny Islands. You should try <laughs> to use that on the hair in uh, everyone's hair. Um, but, yeah, anyway, moving on. Models, man. Can't win. Yeah, unreal, man, man. The worst. That, oh that is all unreal, man. <laughs> no, they're, not, they're not the worst, but they're like, it hurts. It hurts. You know, it hurts like Final Fantasy XV hurts. You can see the potential. And they just decide to do something else. And it's like, well, oh, I mean, I mean, they're still learning with this. I mean, this, I mean, it was the first game using Luminous, and now it's the first game using Unreal. Yeah. And the Kingdom Hearts, it's, you know, design. So I think yeah. that after 0.2 and Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, with Kingdom Hearts 4, and tomorrow will probably know what to do with it already. I mean, yeah. you look at 7 Remake, you know, and look how good that looks. Exactly. I, I, I think me. it's just with Kingdom Hearts is a lot harder because they still have to try to maintain that, you know, Disneyness, you know, but they're still trying to go for the whole Pixar look, you know. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, plastic does not equal Disney, and and hopefully they will rectify that someday. 
If not, <sighs> then we can just tell Nomura ourselves. Yeah, well, I can tell I guess. Nomura. Yeah, you you tell Nomura. I, I, I will. Nomura. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. I, I told Taba, uh I told uh, Yasuo san and I felt scared doing that. So uh, I would be like, even more he, scared. He didn't freak out on you, so he, he, he didn't freak out on me. Too. He didn't get up and walk away after that. He didn't. But maybe I felt it. Maybe I felt internally. <laughs> His spirit self walked away I when I started talking about it. And nervousness. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's. So that that pretty much wraps up the trailer. Overall, excellent trailer. Looks amazing. Uh, one thing I will say, and I think we can all agree, is that this this trailer shows just how massive Kingdom Hearts 2.8 feels. It feels like a full game, even though 0.2 clearly won't be. It's roughly the length of a single Kingdom Hearts world, but the gravity and the amount of story. And development that appears to happen in that uh, in that prologue is like so much. It seems so massive. So, uh, how, how do you guys feel about like the amount of stuff that's in this uh, in this collection? Are you surprised at how big these games are? I'm very surprised because like when you look at you know when they tell you by like you know the time it is like like you know how like in the old games like it takes takes about like not even that long to complete a Kingdom Hearts world. Yeah. And when they say something like that towards, you know, 0.2 and you think, oh, it's not going to be that long. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it looks like there's so much to do. There's a lot of puzzles to keep you guessing, your boss battles and and all that. I think that the amount of that they're putting into, you know, the 0.2, you know, makes, makes me actually excited because it's like, you know, it's going to be a lot bigger than we thought it was. You know, like it's almost going to be on a scale like episode the sky was, you know. Yeah, or uh, I think it I might know, be bigger. I, I, know, I know people complain about uh, minute, uh, Ground Zero. Yeah. Um, but you know how they say you can repeat, you, you can replay it, but take a different path. Yeah. Um, kind of like that in a sense. In a yeah, in a sense, but I think like definitely a lot more story content than both of those because yeah, the sky didn't really have that much story, and Ground Zeroes had like two cutscenes. Well, uh, well, this the sky was just more just like you know trying out the combat yeah yeah trying out the combat trying out the exploration and i guess this is like the equivalent but for a linear story-based game like this is just to continue the story pretty much exactly so i I really like that seems like it's very essential for anyone who wants to get into kingdom hearts uh kingdom hearts 3 all right so moving on to the next segment okay before we start (laughs) i screwed up in the outline uh oh wait it doesn't matter because I read this. Never mind. <laughs> I screwed up the Good name in the Brandon. outline. Good job. That's fine. It's, it's supposed to be Tyson. What? What's his face? All right, moving on. All right. So for the questions for this episode, we have a, two really juicy ones. So let's start with the first one. So the first one comes from Tyson Wildman, and Tyson asks, uh, "Hi, I'm sort of new to you, your guys' podcast, but I've been binge listening to it for a while." I work and I really, uh, oh, while I work and I really enjoy what you guys do, but I do not know if you guys have already covered this question. Uh, but I, I want to know, uh, what worlds do you think we'll see in 0.2 and Kingdom Hearts 3? Also, do you believe there will actually be Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, etc. worlds in, uh, in these games? What are your thoughts? Thanks again. 
Well, first off, thanks for joining us finally in our podcast. And we're really happy that you're really liking it too. And hopefully we can bring more stuff that you'll enjoy, especially when you're working and whatnot. Um, so we kind of already talked about the 0.2 stuff. So we already know it's kind of like Dark World, that type of stuff. Um, yeah, it's Dark World. And then it's, like different yeah. things in it, but still considered as the one thing. Um, yeah, so it's and it's a like bunch of Disney Worlds. Like, Disney like, Worlds and Destiny yeah. Islands. Yeah. Um, Old ones. So for Cage 3, so they've already mentioned like Tangled and like Big Hero 6, which were like mm-hmm. really big deals for a lot of people. For myself, it's kind of cool because um, Big Hero 6 is kind of like a Marvel based type of Disney movie. So it is a little bit mm-hmm. mix of a Marvel going on there. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, I don't know about Star Wars. Pixar, everyone's kind of like really wanting for that. And, um, but I haven't, there's nothing about it just yet, right? With Pixar and Star Wars. Nothing. Nothing. So far, the only, the only confirmed Disney worlds at all are Big Hero 6, Tangled, and Olympus Coliseum. And that is literally all we know. Yeah. So you got a little bit of Marvel just from Big Hero 6, just because it is a superhero type of movie. Um, yep, and it, it was originally a Marvel property. Uh, the whole Big Big Hero Six property was originally yeah. a Marvel comic, but it was made so, into a Disney movie. Yep, it's still really good. If you haven't seen it, but watch it. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, like we haven't, we don't know much. We're we also don't know. Well, like we talked about it in a previous podcast about like the worlds we would like to see in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but we still don't know. Hopefully, more information in the new year. Yeah. I think in terms of like likelihood, I think the order would be Pixar probably has the highest likelihood, then Star Wars, then Marvel. I think in terms of like tiers of how likely it'll be that those worlds will be included. Uh, in terms of Pixar, we've talked about it a lot. What do you guys, uh, what ideal Pixar movie would you want to see in uh, in Kingdom Hearts 3? I'll just say mine. It's obvious. It's Toy Story. What, what are yours? Mine's The Incredibles. Incredible, yeah. so that's good. And it's, Sabby, what, what it's both Pixar? Both yours, and then as a okay. joke, I wanted to say Finding Nemo, just because of oh. the Atlantica. <laughs> oh, and no! Then, and my joke would be cars, because <laughs> everybody has cars, and now I want Sora to be a car. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's crazy. Oh, man. So that's a good... That, those are good good choices. Um, let's see. And then, uh, as for Star Wars, I really want to see it. I, I know, Churro, you're not so keen on it. I don't Kingdom care what? for it. Keen on having Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts, like yeah, a world. Like I said, I'm fine with it. I'm fine without it. You know, okay. I love Star Wars, but like I said, you know, if I know, I know some people demanded to be in there because it fits yeah. so well. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But like I said, hey, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it if it's not in. Yeah. There. Yeah, I can agree with that. And Sabi, how do you feel about Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts? I'm like unopinioned about it. Like it, yeah. to me, it's just like if it's there, that's cool. Like some Chero. Um, yeah. Like I, I like Star Wars. It's just like when you got when you said that it would fit within the story. I'm not quite sure how it would fit, but mm-hmm. yeah. Like so, oh, how would it fit for you? Yeah. So here, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, so uh, Star Wars has a lot of parallels to Kingdom Hearts, like a lot in terms of okay. So you got sword fighters, mystical sword fighters. Check. Uh, you've got uh space battles at check kingdom hearts has them and literally stole uh one entire gummy level from star wars uh just check the last uh 
the last uh, the assault on the dreadnought in Kingdom Hearts 2 that is literally the uh, the uh, Death Star run from both A New Hope and from Return of the Jedi. It's both of those in one, so uh, that fits. Uh, also, you've got the whole theme of dark side versus light side. That whole conflict is uh, completely analogous to the struggle that happens in Kingdom Hearts. So you've got sword wielders, you've got uh, space battles, you've got uh, magic, in a sense, because there's the force. Uh, there's a lot of uh, elements there that work. And on top of that, it wouldn't be the first live action movie to be included, because we obviously we had Pirates of the Caribbean. And I would say... Pirates of the Caribbean and also Tron were a much harder fit than Star Wars could be. I think Star Wars, the fact that you got sword fighters, you've got uh, magic, you've got space battles, uh, you've got light versus dark. All of that fits way more with uh, Kingdom Hearts than uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which has real world Jamaica in it. And the space paranoids, which is like this weird digital world. I think that fits a lot less than Star Wars does. Uh, also, uh, Mickey is literally a carbon copy of Yoda in Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, basically steals all his moves. So, oh I mean, I, I would mean, say... I mean, no, Namar is influenced by a lot of things, just like any yeah, other person. Star, Star yeah, Wars is stuff, clearly so a big I mean, influence on him. surprising for him to put that in there. Yeah. So okay. that that's how I see it, and also, 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 there are confirmed lightsabers in in Kingdom Hearts already. Just look at uh, the boss fight with uh, Unknown in Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. That is basically him uh, being completely inspired by Darth Maul from uh, Phantom Menace. So you can see where his head's at in each of these games. So imagine, Big. imagine in Kingdom Hearts three, instead of Sephiroth, you're fighting Darth Vader. That's I mean that's I mean, definitely a possibility. Love... Like instead yeah. of a world having uh having secret bosses, that's uh, that's another perfectly good way of including uh these uh properties is having them as a character as a secret boss. Also, I would say personally, I think none of the Marvel worlds make sense for Kingdom Hearts, but I could see Marvel characters come in as secret bosses. That's a really nice non-committal way of including them as well. See, for me, is that I don't think they should include them in Kingdom Hearts 3. I think that, you know, it's good that, you know, we're considering these, but I think whatever he's got for Kingdom Hearts 3, just let it be Disney, general, you know, Disney, whether it's old school or new school, and -hmm. just let... And then once Kingdom Hearts 4, you know, starts becoming his pre-production, then you decide, you know... I don't, I don't know. I don't think they should really put it in like in the middle of. I think they should, if they're gonna put it in, might as well start fresh from something new. You know, like a new mm-hmm. saga. You know. Yeah, that's fair. So, so yeah, uh, I'm pers- personally, I think they they should do it. Go for it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sort, I'm also with you, Chero. If it's if it's in, great. If it's not in, I don't care. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter to me either way. It's a nice bonus at at the very least. All right. So uh, Sabrina, will you take this next one? Sure. Uh, so this one's from uh, Chris Willis. So with the news of 1.5 and 2.5 coming on current gen consoles, it would be great to have all the games on one platform. But will will this be upscaling a version of a game that's already been upscaled? If so, will that have a negative effect on the graphics? Will it have the beautiful looks of other PS4 games? Or is it likely to look pretty terrible? Mm-hmm. Um, so. be- before you answer, Brandon. Yep. Um I, I know you've been wanting to answer this question because you, you're going to feel in heaven right now. So yep. 
Um, Go for it. I'm going to take a break because it'll probably take like 20, 25 minutes for you to explain. So. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna defeat all those odds, and I'm gonna do it real quick. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding you, because I'm know gonna do how the well baby version. These conversations. I know. So I like, you know what? Here comes a 30 minute like explanation Rant. for everything. So. Here's another one. Here's <laughs> another one. Preparing. Warning. Warning. It's a technical discussion. Thanks, yes, Unreal exactly. Engine. Actually, this is not. This has nothing to do with Unreal Engine, but it has to do with 3D graphics. So I will say, the quick version or the quick answer. No, there won't be any particular negative effects. Uh, any negative effects that you observed in the PS3 versions, they'll be the same negative effects here. They won't be exacerbated. They'll be exactly the same. No worries. Now, as far as the why, this is where it gets technical. Uh, if you want to really get into the meat of what the what the deal is, you want to look into the subject of vector graphics versus raster graphics. That's the that's the topic. Uh, in question here and that is why it won't be in some cases and in some cases it will so basically with these uh, with these hd versions and this was the same case in the ps3 version the reason these the 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 game that was upscaled didn't look particularly worse than it did on kingdom hearts or in on the ps2 is you can sort of imagine the Kingdom Hearts characters and the world as a live uh, play set, like a play, like a play you would watch in a theater. And what they did is they told the camera, render this at a higher resolution. And that's why it looks fine. So this is, uh, I guess the closest analog to real life is, imagine you are at the Eiffel Tower and you're going to take a picture of the Eiffel Tower. And you take a picture of the Eiffel Tower with an iPhone 3GS, old old iPhone 3GS. And then you take another picture of that same tower, but you take it with an iPhone 7, the most recent iPhone. Will the phone, will the picture on your iPhone 7 look worse because you took a picture of it also with your iPhone 3GS? No, it won't. But if you take the picture off of your iPhone 3GS and stretch it to be as big as the one off of your iPhone 7. Will that image look worse? Yes. That is the difference we're dealing with here. So it's not that they're upscaling the image. They are literally telling the camera in the game to render it at a higher resolution. Now, things that will be affected by upscales are as follows. The opening movie, the UI, uh, textures, things like that. Those are what are known as raster graphics. They have a fixed set of pixels. They can't get any bigger or any smaller unless you either upscale them or recreate them. But as for 3D models, 3D models are vector graphics. They are mathematically described coordinates of places in 3D space, and you can zoom into them to infinity and beyond, and still get more detail. Be or not more detail, but you'll still see it not pixelated. It doesn't get pixelated. There are no pixels in 3D models. They are literally just lines in space mathematically described, and you can zoom into those lines into infinity, and that's why they're always good. But textures, uh, movies, 
and the UI, those either will be upscaled or recreated. And in those cases, those can get worse. So will they get worse than the PS3 version? I don't think so. Uh, will some things still look bad? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, textures will look bad. If you look at the PS3 versions of Kingdom Hearts uh, 1.5 and 2.5 and look at the environments in these games, a lot of the textures do look pretty bad. And the reason why is because they didn't change them. They are literally the ones that they got from the PS2 version of the game. Uh, recreating all those textures would be a monumental task and way outside of the scope of their budget for a re-release. There you go. So, short answer, no, nothing's going to change because uh, the thing that's changing is something that's automatic. Changing Yay. the resolution. Yay. It's automatic. Woo. It's easy. Also, if you want to experience this for yourself and, and visualize it, uh, you can download PCSX2. It is a PlayStation 2 emulator, and you can do this exact thing. You can go into the uh, renderer and tell it what resolution you want it to render at. You can render it at uh, PS2 resolution, 640 by 480, and you can render it at uh, 1080p or 4K or 8K if you want. Go beyond Square. Watch Kingdom Hearts 1 in, in, in 8K if your computer can handle it because that part of it is literally automatic. You tell the camera... I want this resolution, and the camera says, okay, I will render it at this resolution. And the main problem with that, and the reason why people don't just do that all the time, is because the bigger you make the image, the slower it is to render. So uh, it's not feasible on most platforms. And that's why the PS2 was told to be 640 by 480 and that's why the PS3 is told to be 1080p, and that's why the, uh, the uh, PS4 will be told to be 1080p as well. Uh, but at 60 FPS. So there you go. That's the explanation. I'm sorry if it was too long, but I hope it was okay. easy. Easier than the other ones. Okay, so moving on. Uh, for the music for this episode, we've got a great cover by Little Janie Cakes on YouTube. Apparently, uh, Savvy, you know her. Uh, former yeah. KHVid staff. Former KHV uh, member. Or I think woo, she's still on there, but I know uh, I used to work with her. But yeah, cool. Awesome. Yay, so this KHV. is a cover. This is a cover of uh, "Simple and Clean" from uh, from Janie Cakes on YouTube. So uh, definitely uh, check her out on YouTube. She's got a lot of great covers there. Uh, the next Kingdom Hearts union is scheduled for the twenty seventh of December. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. So uh, sometimes we take a break in December. Sometimes we don't. I'll, I'll have to talk to Daryl about it. Uh, but as of right now, it's set for the twenty seventh. If anything changes, I will tell you on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at KHUnion. Uh, so check there. If anything changes with the schedule, I will update it uh, via Twitter. But as of right now, it's the 27th of December. So if we say nothing about it on Twitter, it's because nothing changed. And it will still be the, tw the 27th of December. Hopefully that's clear enough. Okay, and as always, you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. All right. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Woo. There you go. And, of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com slash KHUnionVids, sometimes, or <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's <laughs> Twitter, sometimes at KH Ultimania, sometimes. There you go. 
So the reason I can't upload to YouTube, we talked about it in the last episode. Basically, internet sucks here, and uh, I don't have the bandwidth to do it. Sorry. I'll, I'll do it when I can. Uh, also, that's why we don't have the deep dive stream. Uh, remember, as always, you guys can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Uh, please support us. It's always appreciated. Though your appreciate support will it, guys. not... Your support you. will not... Your support. Your support will not help me get back to YouTube and uh, streaming faster, unfortunately, uh, because, trust me, I'm trying to get better internet. It's just literally the wires aren't here, so nothing I can do for now. That's why you got to call them every day. <laughs> I know. And I also looked into, like, Wi-Fi hotspots here because the Wi-Fi hotspots here are insanely fast, and they work, like, everywhere. And, like, yep. you could be in a, a dungeon in Final Fantasy 15, and and it would still work. Like, they're that good. But the big problem is, just like any other portable hotspot, they have bandwidth caps, and they're like like normal cell phone bandwidth cap style, like five gigabytes or something. So that's obviously not good enough to upload YouTube videos. So, yeah, that's not going to work. Or do live, especially live streaming, that wouldn't work. So I definitely need... Uh, my wired internet which apparently when it gets here it'll be the best thing in the universe so only time will tell uh and as always uh send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com send us one send us 20 all right guys it's that time again it's goodbye time please say your goodbyes what (laughs) already this this may or may not be the last one of the year maybe so Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays, everybody. Uh, We'll see you. you. Hopefully we'll be maybe on. If not, you'll see us on Twitter. (laughs) We'll see what happens. I'm always on Twitter. Yeah, you're always on Twitter. Always retweeting things from you and liking stuff. And uh, because I always post a ghost stuff. Yeah, you you do. I wish Brandon would like my stuff sometimes. I like your stuff sometimes. Brandon's always on like the opposite times though, so you get it late. Yeah, you know, he just ha- he just has to look through my account and just like let's start liking all the things. I know, yeah. I know. I'm just always so busy to deal with Twitter these days. Sorry, guys. Let's, no, we still love you. All right, no, we don't. So. You gotta get with that social media. Still, you're in Japan. I know. Man. I know. I mean, I have, I mean, you open up an Instagram account and you haven't posted that many pictures. It's because I'm it's because I'm not hey, taking that yeah, many pictures. I've been pictures. like wanting to see pictures of the area he's in because I want to see how nice it looks. I know. I just, I just see a lot of selfies. Uh, I know. I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. All right. Say goodbyes. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. When you walk away, you don't hear me say
Sit 